0: I'm Erica Cruz Guevara and welcome to the Bay, local news to keep you rooted. For the last hundred years, Bay Area residents in San Francisco, San Mateo, Santa Clara and Alameda counties have had some of the cleanest water in the country. And they've got those bragging rights thanks to the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir near Yosemite. But climate change is putting a huge strain on this old system.
1: So we are seeing just what the climate change models are forecasting, which is wet or wet periods, drier dry periods, which makes managing all this quite a bit more
0: difficult. Today, how the Hetch Hetchy Reservoir can adapt to a changing climate. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.
2: Hetch Hetchy is this beautiful place. It's 15 miles north of Yosemite National Park in the Sierra Nevada.
0: Ezra David Romero is a climate reporter for KQED.
2: And it's this big body of water with sprawling cliffs, and like clouds and snow peaks. Kind of feels like you're watching something in Jurassic Park, like dinosaurs should be there. It's this glacial valley that is now a reservoir and a dam. Hetch Hetchy Reservoir is actually all the water behind the dam that the Tuolumne River flows into. The water is so pure, it doesn't have to be filtered. It goes through a gravity-fed system where basically gravity pushes that water all the way down the mountains to San Francisco. And it's this unique thing in California that is very resourceful using, like, the laws of nature to get us water here in the Bay Area. Hachachi Reservoir supplies the resource to like 2.7 million people in the Bay Area. There's like 8 million people in the Bay Area, so a big portion of the population here gets their water from this mountain bathtub way up in the Sierra Nevada.
0: London Breed and a bunch of other people were there. What was the mayor of San Francisco there to do?
2: Yeah, it was the 100-year anniversary of the reservoir well i think it's pretty amazing to think about how before bottled water became so popular san franciscans and people in the bay area they relied on the water that came through our faucets and she was there to tout the reservoir's success as this place that provides pure drinking water to the bay area and to san francisco even back then i remember as a kid because i lived in public housing. Like, we would drink water directly out of the faucet. We would put our mouths at, you know, underneath, and it was just so good and so refreshing. And to think that this system has existed for 100 years in providing clean drinking water, it's just, it's pretty awesome. From her perspective and a lot of people there, this was the 100 year anniversary of securing this water resource and celebrating some success that the Bay Area has had.
0: Well, let's go back a little bit, Ezra. What is the history of the reservoir? In
2: 1906, there was that terrible earthquake in San Francisco that shook the city. And that was a big deal for our water supply. So after that period, there was this like looking across the Sierra Nevada and California for a secure water resource. And ultimately Hetch was built and in 1923 I believe the construction of the O'Shaughnessy Dam was finished and water came out of it in the coming years after that. Before the reservoir was there it was this mountain valley that was carved out by glaciers and it was this big green valley with all these trees. Kind of looked like Yosemite Valley, 15 miles south, and that's actually what it was. People call it Yosemite Valley's twin sister. Now it's all underwater.
3: It has devastated all the riparian freshwater ecosystems of of that part of the Sierra Nevada.
2: I spoke with Samuel Sandoval Solis. He's a water expert at UC Davis, and He told me that while this is a celebration of like the success of providing water to San Francisco and the Bay Area, it also has like this negative ramification on the environment.
3: It's not only what it was living in the river, but also what it is living along the river. So the different uh, tree, plants, and all the meadows, all the natural landscape that was there, I mean, it was uh, devastated.
2: It was home to indigenous people. Indigenous people were chased out or killed in the 50 to 100 years prior to this Hetchy being built.
3: And all their homelands were literally inundated. They were displaced and inundated, and they were removed from, from this landscape.
2: There is a lot of concern over building reservoirs because you basically flood an entire ecosystem with water where that amount of water hasn't been, at least for a long time. It has this sordid history on one side, and then on the other side it has this history of providing water to people 100 or so miles away.
0: I guess 100 years of delivering some of the freshest water in the country is kind of amazing, but that was also a long time ago, and also before climate change was really a big, as big of a problem as it is now. So what does climate change mean for Hetch Hetchy's next 100 years?
2: The future of Hetch Hetchy is in question because with climate change, we're seeing these pendulum swings. This was one of the wettest years we've seen in 100 years. I met Christopher Graham at the reservoir. He is the dam operator for the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission. Three
1: years ago, we had the driest three-year sequence we'd ever seen. Before that, we had the driest four-year sequence we'd ever seen. So what we're really seeing is these big cycles between very wet periods and very dry
2: periods. And both of those, you know, have big ramifications on a system that supplies water to so many people.
1: Climate change is
2: going to be make
1: managing this water supply much more difficult.
2: He said climate change is already affecting the reservoir because, you know, like this year there's a big deluge, we've had so much snow. There's so much snow that it could fill the reservoir four times.
1: When it falls in snow, it slowly builds up and then it slowly melts out. So this snow is going to be melting until August. So that means I've got until August to deal with the water that comes in.
2: Kachechi is just like all the other reservoirs in the state, right? They're all dealing with the impacts of climate change. We have limited storage space and an insecure future. So how do we move forward?
0: So Ezra, what needs to be done For Hetch Hetchy's future, what should its, I guess, next iteration look like as we prepare it for climate change?
2: In some ways, what Hetch Hetchy is doing is already really good for climate. Like we have this water supply, they're carefully managing it. But when I talked to experts about this, they basically said we need to conserve water and they said we need to like recycle water more. And the person who told me mostly about that is Susan Leal. She's the former general manager of the SFPUC and she thinks we need to ramp up water recycling right now.
0: There's only so much we can impound behind that dam.
2: Something Susan told me is that, you know, recycled water is like distilled water. It's very pure water.
0: So that's going to be that's going to be a a hill to climb
2: with with customers. She says there's this narrative change around recycled water that needs to happen. It's not it's not this like poop water that you're going to drink.
0: And recycled water costs more, and that's going to be another hill to climb with customers. But I think there's going to be no alternative. So some experts say that we should focus on water conservation and recycling water. What about just building the dam bigger so that it can hold more water when it rains more.
2: So the Yashanasi Dam was built to a certain level and there's 55 feet above it that in the original plans that said it could be raised to this point, it's rather unlikely that the building the dam higher could actually happen there'll probably be a lot of environmental pushback on this because there's a lot of concern that what the dam has already done is harm the environment, harm the fish, harm the flora, harm the fauna downstream of the reservoir.
0: Ezra, now that people are really, I guess, rethinking Hetch Hetchy's future, I know other communities also want access to the quality water that Hetch Hetchy has to offer. So as as we adapt it, is it possible to expand who gets the water?
2: There's a tension around this because this is a finite resource. There's only so much water. And they want to have enough water that there can be a buffer for dry years. There are places like East Palo Alto, where I've done a lot of reporting, that get about 80% of their water from Hetch Hetchy, and 20% comes from other sources. And for 80% of the community to have this pure, clean, crisp mountain water, and for 20% to have water that they say might be tainted, that might be brown, that might have other issues with it, you know, it... They see it as like an environmental or climate justice issue.
3: The agency that manages it, it's um, San Francisco Public Utility Commission.
2: I did speak to Samuel Sandoval Solis at UC Davis about this. Well, the system
3: is owned and operated and the decision making comes from people living in San Francisco, in the county of San Francisco. Only one-third of the water from hechechi is actually used in San Francisco. Some of the decisions are affecting other people in the Bay, but they do not have a say on their water system.
0: Well, Ezra, these are all some pretty big ideas. Where are we with any of these? Has there been any progress at all?
2: Well, the big idea of building the dam higher is not actually happening, and that was made clear to me in tweets and things like that after our story came out. On the recycling water end there is some stuff happening you know over the last three decades San Francisco has seen more than like 70 structures go up with dual plumbing in it so they can recycle water from these buildings like on site. Um, So 70 buildings out of all the buildings in San Francisco. There's also a project breaking ground this year or actually might be finished this year to use recycled water at Golden Gate Park. So a lot of the trails and a lot of the plants and a lot of the grass that's at Golden Gate Park will will be watered with recycled water and that's pretty cool. But at the end of the day even though all those things are happening that's still a small fraction of the water we can recycle in the Bay Area and ramp up and that's what Susan Leal and many other experts have said.
0: I mean our capacity for technology is so much bigger now and we're just so much more technologically advanced And there's so many more ideas out there. What could Hetch Hetchy look like if we do what is necessary?
2: From everyone I talked to for the story, it seems like Hetch Hetchy will be the same in many ways. I think what will be different is downstream, perhaps here in San Francisco in the Bay Area. Maybe we'll have a bunch of water recycling plants where we're reusing this water over and over again instead of only giving it one life. And maybe more water can go from the reservoir for fish and for farms in the Central Valley. And maybe water could become more equitable because of that. If San Franciscans, the Bay Area are doing their part, maybe that will fill the gap and maybe Hetch Hetchy doesn't have to change as much. Maybe we need to change as the people who live in the Bay Area. A thought. (laughs) (laughs) Boom.
0: Ezra, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: That was Ezra David Romero, a climate reporter for KQED. This 22-minute conversation with Ezra was cut down and edited by our intern, Jalen Herdman. Producer Maria Eskinka scored this episode and added all the tape. Our senior editor is Alan Montecilio. The Bay is a production of KQED in San Francisco. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Thanks for listening. Peace.